I'm, I'm usually an attention whore and want some kind of like, oh, you have a nice voice. It's probably from all that vomiting. But hey. Oh. Um, Trish is going to love this. Yeah, Scott and I are on the same page. Trish is going to love <laughs> oh, this. Oh, Trisha. Like, who the hell is Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Chris from that new Harry Potter podcast, the part of the Potterfic Family Family Podcast podcast. Potterfic <laughs> Family of Family? Potterfic <laughs> Family of Families? Oh, God. Bobo's delusional. This Aww. is going to be fantastic. <laughs> No, you can tell at what point, like, I fe- I have felt like Jen the last week. I'm like, this is what it must be like to be Jen. Because, like, tonight we didn't take a tour of the hospital because we're like, okay, we're going to slide that to two weeks from now. We're going to do the podcast. Hope the baby doesn't come in the meantime. You're going to become Gen 3. Oh, no. Like, we have Gen 3. You should be saving this for the podcast, too. You really should. should just start be- the podcast. Before we start, though... Uh, we have no topic um, because I came to the realization that the game I wanted to play with you all would have required, one, a lot of prep on your guys' part. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, that, that wasn't going to happen. And that, I, pa- I passed out. Yeah, and, he lost consciousness. Here's what yeah. we're going to do. We've all been friends for eight years. Let's we're going to shoot we the can, shit. Let's see if we can talk for 90 minutes without it getting bored. We're going to shoot shit all over this episode. And you know what? I, I think Bob has been doing for the past I, I five have, days. He, he's, he's projecting <laughs> the shit. When we're getting ready to podcast, Danielle, because Danielle is trying not to get up as much because it's hard for her to get up. So you're trying not to stand and get up as much. <laughs> I just said there's a cab on the counter. Near you, and you're like, well, I'm not getting up. You get it. Well, it's hard to stand up. That's what I just said. I just said it. So Danielle's like, oh, I have to get up. I left my picture upstairs. And I'm like, no, screw that. This is a podcast. I'm not drawing a picture to talk about on a podcast. So I'm getting, I'm very, I'm still with the bad cheese tonight. Hey, so guess what? We got two people on bad cheese this week. Uh. I'm well, so bad cheese. Oh, I probably God. smell. I also probably smell like bad cheese. <laughs> point. Oh my God! We totally need this. In the podcast. <laughs> we do need this in All the right. podcast intro. All right. Well, okay. then in that case, I should probably say. And with that, let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly, live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't. Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's gonna, like, have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, by the way, I can't cook. I I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. You burnt dinner. I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob just there? I'm so sorry, Bob. Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season two, a Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmo. Wake up and smell the oatmo. Oh, smell the oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist. Live, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me, and it was pretty darn Jim, what are you doing? I have a splinter in my face and I was looking for my tweezers. (laughs) Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. (laughs) Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Big good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Racer says nope. Sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. thought you'd have my back. That's if you have the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold here. Right, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, He's slowing go. down! We have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I need my you can own see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mech McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. McGorgasm? <laughs> That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayor. That's wicked funny. It's <laughs> the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. O-M-E, Jen. Bob is a boot man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. Wake up and smell that horrible stench that is bad cheese, Boobwainians. This is Point of View Weekly. The morning show, yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am here at the table of awesome with some of my closest of friends, starting with my biffle of biffles, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing? Bob, I'm loaning you my throw-up bucket. Sharing is caring. How are you? Uh, Oh, I'm alive. Uh, Wait a minute. (laughs) That's always good. Wait a minute. I just thought, what is this? This is episode 102, right? Yes. Bob always starts the show and asks us how we are. Uh We never ask Bob how Bob is. I love how he's he's getting into this, and I was about to explain how I am doing. Bob, how are you? Well, I I am, as you can probably maybe tell with the voice, besides besides the fact that I'm on a gen-quality setup here, uh... I've had this, the stomach flu since Saturday, and granted, I'm probably like mostly done with it, but I have been uh, bedridden, bathroom-ridden, Aww. or I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't make sense of anything anymore. Uh, I have so many various like tired 
drug whatevers. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I haven't been feeling fantastic, uh, and stuff and now I'm just rambling. So yeah, <laughs> that's where I've been. I've been vomiting all weekend. Oh, vomiting. this is for you. Just while we're still on Bob, I want you to know that you can usually tell when one of the cogs has fallen off the machine, you know, the Pofua functions, you know, you, you wouldn't believe it, but we're really, really, you know, efficient at what we do. We had an issue with the, with one of the edits of a podcast. We were about to release it, and there was like an echo in the background. So Sue's like, "I'm gonna let Sc- I'm gonna let Scott and Bob listen to it." So I sent so I sent a message to Bob. I'm like, "What do you think?" He's like, "I want to die." <laughs> so just a small example of one of the many well, ways we need. Bob. Okay, we will go ahead and put this on hold because we have severely gotten away from our introductions. Mm-hmm. But we will talk about this some more. Uh, also joining me at the table of awesome is the only person who could ever stand being married to Ryan. It's Danielle. Danielle, yeah. how are you doing? Oh Ryan my god! spritzing me with water because he's trying to get the cat off the counter and we're like 20 feet away from the cat. And it works! I got him! Oh my god, Ryan! Uh, you, you got me in you the You were all wet. I'm sorry. I was using over your head. Jackass. <laughs> Danielle right now looks like she got drenched by a super soaker. <laughs> I apologize. You know, Bob, oh dear. never a, a truer word. <laughs> you introduce me nowadays. <laughs> I really should find a better introduction for you, but no, now but it's slowly it's... fitting. Because uh, he usually does something to you every single time I Seriously, say it. Seriously, I know. Yeah. Well, then you should stop saying it, and then maybe he'd be nice. No. That's not how it works. Go away. Right. Now he's taking my picture. Okay. Well, before we, we let's go ahead and move on before he does anything else. Moving on to my next favorite Biffle, but he's maple syrup flavored. It's everyone's favorite Canadian, Scott. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Bob. I've the last few introductions. I feel like I'm just sort of having the best life ever because everyone is having these terrible things Dying. happen to them. I'm like, I went to work and then like, I came home yeah. and it was kind of normal. And yeah. Yes. I actually yes. have a question for Scott. You know, Scott, I was reading on CNN today at lunchtime because I always go to CNN for <laughs> damn it, Ryan. For, for, ahead, Ryan. for stuff that's actually happening in the world. Apparently Canada is in recession. I've read. How are you? Do you need anything? We're fine. Right. I mean, in general, Canada Canada's probably in a small recession, but uh-huh. it's not like a giant one. So you don't need bottles um, of water. You're good. I think we're okay. All right, just yes. let's Apparently, check. the West Coast is on fire, much like California. But um, Ooh. <laughs> other than that, we're okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or at least they're, they're having uh, uh, drought issues and limiting their water and stuff. But where well, I, am, I understand it's fine. how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my uh, co-workers at work was just was living in um, I think Vancouver over on the west coast and uh, at some point she was at a, visiting at a friend's place and she'd had a glass of water that was out and there was just a little bit left and so she but it was all you know old and dusty so she threw it down the sink and poured herself another glass and the person whose house it was is like you don't throw away water water the plants what are you doing like, oh, oh right uh okay <laughs> she needs to go to bob's school of water conservation i have many ways like it was interesting normally i would uh i was cleaning a sink 
I may or may not have vomited oh, too. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm gonna try to get cleaning as he goes. Just yeah, <laughs> but uh, normally I just like run hot water, but it take water it'd be forever to get water. But so I came up with this ingenious idea of getting a, a pot and then throwing water into it and then boiling it and then using that instead. I actually got serious props uh, from the from the parentals on like on water the water saving. So there's a lot of things you can do, and it just becomes a lifestyle after a while. Aww. Like, oh, dead grass? That's cool. Who needs live grass? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it shows how much you care. Exactly. <clears throat> Speaking of how much you care, we have our ever-lovely producer, Sue, rounding out the table. Sue, how are you doing tonight? I am doing very well. Um, I will say that I'm podcasting from the main house, and the kitten is around here somewhere. So if I make round and <gasps> noises, it just means there's claws calling up my leg. Been there. Mm, just thinking about it. Oh, man, does it hurt. She has been alone most of the day because it's egg day for mom. And so she was like all over me. And then I went out to take care of the chickens and I've come back. And I don't know where she went. <laughs> That's never That's a good scary. That could be ominous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually that means she's like laying in wait for me somewhere. Going to attack you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Well, can she uh, we'll, we'll, sleep in a mom's chair? So can you can you cut go. her nails? Does she let you cut her nails or no? We tried that when we first got her, but she was so small we couldn't get um, the nails out. Well, it's like that with babies too. She's like, a, you know what I don't understand? Like they make those. Um, like little covers that you can put on your cat's nails. And I'm like, how is that possibly going to work? Because as soon as they scratch something, they're going to come off. They actually work quite well. Really? But how? Um, when my brother and his girlfriend were staying here with their three cats, uh, they had to, uh, they wouldn't declaw their cats for obvious reasons. Um, so one of the, one of the, the, the things that they had to do in order for the cats to stay Mm-hmm. Is uh, they had to put those things on the cloth. They actually work pretty well. Really? Yeah. Because every time I look at them, I I always think like, well, that's a great idea, I guess. But I feel like it they would just come off because the cats are going to try to scratch anyway. Can you imagine trying to put those on? And they need to scratch. Like they need to get them. Right. Yeah, I remember them saying it was kind of hard putting on, but for the most part, can you imagine like giving your cat a manicure? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd rather give them a bath. Be like, do you like that kitty? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what do we have for yeah. shoot the shit other than what Bob's been contributing for the past week? Poor Bob. Poor Bob. We're going to be shooting shit all over this. And it wasn't it wasn't Taco Bell this time, huh, Bob? No, okay. So I'll, This is my first I'll, thought. I was like, why is he still eating Taco Bell? That's what Bell? she said in that voice. In that yeah, voice. That was, like, that was the first thing that I was like... It wasn't Taco Bell. No. In fact, I probably should have gone to Taco Bell to settle my stomach. No. Um, no. Uh, oh, that's wrong. The, the, the funny thing is, is, um, and I know they'll never listen to this show, so I'm going to get away with doing this. Uh, I actually had a good friend of mine, uh, Emily, mm-hmm. who uh, was coming into right, town. Right, who arrived. Oh, right, I think I talked about it last week's during episode. During the podcast last Yeah, week. during the podcast, actually, last week. And... Uh, she mainly came into town to basically meet the baby of two of our of our mutual friends. Um, I don't know. I guess I probably shouldn't get into all the names. Oh, or two of our mutual friends. Okay. And so uh, 
the plan was is the next day on Friday, we were going to basically spend the entire day uh, with them and the baby. Mm-hmm. And these parents, um, they are typical. My understanding is your typical first time parents are usually pretty paranoid about things about, you know, Understandable. shots and taking babies in public places. But to my understanding from at least their, her dad, the mom's dad, yeah. uh, they're flat out like 10 times paranoid more so than anybody you've ever dealt with with a baby. Oh, Lord. And they finally have just like started easing out and taking the baby out in the public. Like the baby's first time at church was like a week or two ago and all those things. But anyway... So, so Emily and I, we, we go and, and, and spend the entire day on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, with this family and, uh, and we, we, we go, we hang out at our apartment. We do like, we go and check out stuff and then we go to dinner mm-hmm. at the old spaghetti factory calling this company out. Cause I'm oh, still not no. ruling out the, f- I, I'm still not ruling out the fact that it potentially could be food poisoning despite, I don't think, can food poisoning give you a fever? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there's the possibility of food poisoning mm-hmm. still. This episode anyway, of Pofer brought to you by the Spaghetti Factory. But it should, no, it, it, it definitely should not. Be this moment is now awkward. The, that, the, anyway, so <laughs> so I go. I haven't. We haven't eaten there in a long time. It's usually cheap food, but then their food got expensive and whatever. And uh, I usually get like the fettuccine because I like fettuccine alfredo because I love clogging my arteries. Oh, um, man, no, I but, love fettuccine alfredo. It's so good. Yeah, but. They have this dish there called the Meat Lover's Treat. Oh, no. And for some reason, that Friday night, it sounded really good. It comes, like, with, it comes with like spicy Italian meatballs, uh, spicy meat sauce, spicy Italian sausage. Are you noticing my keyword? I keep on using it over and over again. It's a spicy meatball. I would have been more concerned for you if it was called like the meat lover's surprise. Oh, (laughs) surprise is never a good idea. I hate to break it to you, but when I I was fantastic, when we got back, uh, Emily Emily and I even played this awesome computer game called uh, Papers Please, which basically is a document thriller where you check IDs and stuff against paperwork to see if people are using fake IDs. Check out Papers, Please. Amazing game on Steam. Check it out. But anyway, so I go to bed, and all of a sudden, like an hour later, I wake up. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I would say that there's probably 15, like maybe 15, 20 feet at most between me from where I'm at and the nearest toilet. Uh, I almost made it. Aww. Uh, and needless to say, Ryan, meat lover's treat became meat lover's surprise. Uh, luckily I got to a sink. The sink. This is, that drives, that's why I mentioned the sink, which is the water and stuff. Um, and then you cleaned out. I did eventually clean out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, I, I honestly have to say never eat spicy Italian meatballs before if you think you're going to get sick. That yeah. was horrible. But anyway, well, that's of course, not, you did not, not think you were going to get sick, or you would not have eaten them. See, it's I tough know. to like figure out like if you have food poisoning. That the tough part mm-hmm. is is most people assume it's what they just ate, but mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's something you ate five or six days ago because it took. I did have Taco Bell two days before. The, the problem is like it can take the bacteria or the whatever is in the food that's making you sick. It can take it mm-hmm. that long to build up enough 
mm-hmm. in your in your gut that it's going to start making you sick. So it's really tough to pinpoint. Well, I mean, maybe unfortunately you just have the stomach flu. I don't know. No, it, I actually, I, I, I forgot a very critical thing that nails it is the stomach flu and not as food poisoning because in, otherwise, uh, unless if, the, if food poisoning is contagious, uh, I've infected at least two people in my household. Oh. Uh, I feel I feel bad, the worst for my dad <laughs> because he literally is in bed right now. Uh, and he, he, I got lucky um, without being too informative. I, I only had to deal with it one way. Yeah. He's having to deal with it both ways. Oh. So... No, mm. it's really not. Um, the funny thing is, his works like literally called me every single day trying to get me to come in and like for me, like all these shifts they want me to do. And I'm like, guys, I have the stomach flu. Go away. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> they're really bad. But you work um, in a gr- and you work with food, like around food. Yeah, you, you, you cannot, you cannot do that. Yeah. No, oh, no. as soon as I say no. stomach flu, they hang up on me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so but they haven't people, figured it out the day before, or the day before that. Yeah. So the thing that I, right. that You've so. Had the stomach oh, I'm sorry, Sue. Go ahead. Oh my god, this is gonna go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little tug of war that's not gonna end. So just say what you were gonna. No, say. I, I think she keeps cutting out. Oh, does she? Okay, I thought she stopped. No, no I, I, I know she's. Oh, okay. I just was saying that you'd think that work would learn sometime in those five days. Oh, hey, he's got the stomach flu. Let's not call him. But no, you think? call every day. Well, I think it, it's different people. Like different people call me each day. Uh, so I don't like everyone. Like not everyone. Like it's not like public knowledge in the entire store that yeah. hey, Robert's got the stomach flu. Um, so no, yeah. I I did that once. I was at work and I kept calling someone who was supposed to send me something and they never did. So I called and called and called and called and finally I left. I called one day and I said, "Is he there?" And someone put me through. It was voicemail and I left him this harassing voicemail. As it turns out, he died. And oh. the day they transferred me to his voicemail was the morning of his funeral. Oh, Apparently, no. someone just had a moment and just sent me through his voicemail. And everyone else I worked with knew he was dead. No one told me. So <laughs> wow, oh, what nice. a dick, Ryan. Yeah. You know. But, um, so yeah, so as exciting as my, my flu, uh, the flu was, I will say that it gave me the opportunity to mainline two and a half seasons of the West Wing. Wow. There you go. <laughs> and holy shit. I like, I, at points I was like, it's too much. I got to stop. But then but you then can't like, stop. You must keep going. But then I like turn it off and I'm like, there's nothing better to do. I'll turn it back on. Who is your favorite <laughs> character? Not Josh Lyman. Because I've secretly decided that Ryan is secretly Josh Lyman. No, oh, he's like not. a dicker version of him. I oh, kind of like, I kind of like, I think Toby might be one of my favorite. Well, CJ is my favorite character, but Toby, I think, has a special place in those seasons. I really like, I, li- I really like President Bartlett. Yeah, yeah um, see, I do too, yeah. I would say that, like... I don't know. I like his character the most because I think he has a lot of layers to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, all the characters are really enjoyable in a lot of different ways. Um, I do enjoy Josh. There's points where like, I do find him pretty funny. 
Sam Seaborn was pretty cool, but he keeps on getting lamer and lamer. I don't know why. That was the problem with, because originally, as we discussed before, it was supposed to be the Rob Lowe show, and then it wasn't. And, like, he gets, like, weird plot lines. Like, there's one episode where his plot line is, like, to eliminate the penny or something. Like, they give him all these weird little side mm-hmm. projects to do, so they never really find a place for him. There's a scene, I, want, I don't know if it's in the third or fourth season, that sums up Toby. He's in his office, and he's really distracted. And he's trying to write something and he can't, so he keeps burning all the coffee. So he's having a meeting with someone, and you can tell he's distracted. He's like, I just can't put my finger on what I'm trying to say here. And they're like, uh, Toby, he's like, every time I try and write the words, don't sound like the president. Uh, Toby, your trash barrel's on fire. Yeah. And he keeps talking as he gets up and puts the fire up. And it says back to, it's like he's completely uninterested in the fact that the West Wing is on fire. But, yeah. Um... My only, like, serious gripe with it, and I know that it's a Sorkin thing, uh, is the fact that people just go away. Yeah. Um, like, Ryan and I had a conversation about uh, Charlie and Zoe, and, like, I thought they were in a relationship still, and apparently they weren't. And I'm not even to the episode where they actually acknowledge it, which I believe they acknowledge it, like, somewhere, like, in the middle of the fourth season. Well, it's, 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 it's acknowledged. Um, it's not like they, like it becomes, like it becomes part of like the, of the plot line, not to give too much away, but the, the fact that Zoe is not dating Charlie becomes very common knowledge, but they don't really focus as much on the romances between the characters as much as they would on another show. Cause they really focus it on like, it's a workplace drama. Mm. Is what is what it's supposed to be. So, right, but yeah, that's definitely that's definitely um, a valid critique of it. It's almost like people who watched like Lauren or whether they never focused on the personal lives of the characters at all. On this show, like one of the characters will be dating someone, and like you'll never meet them. Like they're just dating someone off screen. So it's like they do do a lot of that. That's certainly well, a thing. Okay, so I, I guess spoilers for the West Wing. Uh, in case you haven't watched it, has no, anyone here watched the West Wing? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Danielle's finished it, much yeah. of it, but I've seen bits here okay. and there, so I'm not. Sorry, worried. Scott. Yeah. Um, okay, so like, here, here, first off, I'll just go off on like how some of this, my, some of my ramblings, and and please bear with me. Yeah. Okay, the, the one positive element of the Sorkin dropping shit and no, never say anything was that one character from season one. Who was like annoying as shit? Yes, Mandy. Gone. Yes, Mandy. I was just gonna say Mandy. The, the, the fans <laughs> actually refer the characters who disappear into nowhere as going to Mandyville. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was okay with that. Like, she didn't seem to make any sense or any point other than just like, oh, here we go. Yeah. I don't know. It's like she seemed like she was supposed to be like a foil for Josh, but yeah. then they, uh, um. I feel horrible. I can't remember her character's name. Uh, his secretary. Donna. Um, <laughs> Donna. 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 Thank you. But then Donna became the foil instead. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Because I- Donna was originally written on Donna. Uh, Janelle Mooney, uh, who plays Donna, was on Sports Night, which ran a year before and concurrent with the first season. So Sorkin was doing two shows at once during the first season. And she had, mm-hmm. she had, a pl- I think she was like in one episode, she was like a hairdresser or something on the set. And uh, she tried out for the part of CJ Craig and they went with Alice and Janney, but they like, oh, really? out- she yeah, tried- she tried oh, out for wow. CJ and they like, really it was, um, I can't picture that either. Well, the, uh, the other interesting thing too was, I forget who the actress was, but it was between a Jamaican actress and Alice and Janney for the role of CJ. And the concern was that the show was too white. 
So there was pressure to get to add a minority to the cast, and the only one that they added um, was um, I'm blank on the actor's name, Charlie. And that was why they they included oh, the plot okay. line of you know, did we realize that the one black guy on the cast is the one who like carries <laughs> all the bags? Like it was just uh, like, the president's servant, right? Ish yeah. person. So they had to put in all these lines where they had John Amos be like, "Well, I'm the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. I carry his bags." So like to make it like okay that Charlie was the one black guy. In the I show. Get, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Well, they had to give Allison Janney. They the talked best about him on the show. Yeah. So Allison Janney is the best actress ever. So it was definitely. Well, apparently, she nails her lines after the first read. It pissed the them all off. Yeah, because she she would nail these incredibly long, complicated yeah. lines. Like, and they're like, "Oh, great." <laughs> Yeah. Now we have to live up to we have to live up to yeah, that. Yeah, she's she's yeah spectacular on yep. the show. So you're in the middle of season three. So no, I'm done with season. I mainlined season three. Like really, I went to bed about three thirty last night. <laughs> would uh, he would he have gotten to um, season like three, Ainsley Hayes and all that? Yeah, okay. Ainsley oh, yeah, was on season two. Um, yeah, season her. three ends with Posse coming the assassinate the assassinate where um. Uh, the the bodyguard is killed oh, and um, that episode. Yeah, okay. Let, let me rant about that. Oh, that episode. Yeah. Why? Uh, isn't that yeah. the guy on NCIS? Yes. 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 So Mark Harmon. Is it? Yes. Okay. Mark Harmon. I was like, isn't yeah. that Sue's favorite? Yeah, guy? it's Mark Harmon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. It's I awful. What the hell happened to Danny Concanon? But whatever. Oh, he, don't worry. He, Danny will return to the show. Da- yeah. yeah, Danny does. Danny's disappear. recurring. I mean, he you know. But he's gone for like. He's gone for a while, but he's recurring. I forget where he actually. I know he's in season four. I love Danny. Danny, Danny comes back relatively soon. He's definitely in season four. But I forget okay. at what point he resurfaces, but he does come back. Okay. Right. Total side point. Yeah. Um. Another reason why I kind of hate Josh. Oh. Not, okay, I don't hate Josh. That's okay, so but, rough. whatever. <laughs> besides the fact, besides the fact that he's a uh, elitist liberal, uh, is that like? You but know, you love, but people? you love Bartlett. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, we'll see. Um, all right, all right. I'm not done with the season yet. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not done with the series yet. Yeah, uh, I, know. I know. Which, by the way, I love how it. <laughs> Never mind. That's not the actual show. I was watching a, a forum with uh, it was uh, one of the producers, uh, the, the actor who plays Josh Lyman. And yep. They're talking about how uh, how the show would like you you wouldn't really be able to do the show uh, with a Republican president. And then Josh was like, "It's like yay, we stop. Yay, we drilled uh, and wildlife was like yay, we denied people money." <laughs> And I was like, we cut social security. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's because that's work in the real world. But that's why I think it, I think that's why I agree with them. And the fact that it would have to be a democratic slash liberal. No, here's the thing. Because that that's the thing is that like liberalism is about like, let's do everything for everybody. I just, and everyone wins. I, and, you know, I disagree on one point. It doesn't matter that you can get away with that fantasy. I'm going to disagree on one point because you'll see multiple elections on the show. They play around with timelines and stuff. So you will see Mm -hmm. a lot of different candidates running for stuff. And they make an honest effort at one point to show, you know, a solid Democrat and a solid Republican and just duking it out over views. And there was actually an episode that my mother-in-law has, is watching the show. She's probably a little bit before where you are now, but she watched this 
episode that's on later in the series. And it's just, it's a debate episode about them going back and forth and back and forth. And the, the Republican, actually, she went, huh, I've never actually heard it put that way before. So a lot of people on the show, like, actually come around and they're actually more on the Republican side by the end of it. So it's actually interesting. The early seasons, it's very Democrat good, Republican bad, and it kind of it's kind of like with Richie. the character. Yeah, it's kind of like with you know, crime boy. I don't know. I yeah, know. he's supposed to be George Bush, but by um, the way, the day I decided to kick your ass was when you said crime boy. boy. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, but yeah. it's, it's kind of like the character of Ainsley, where she'll put. She's it, a good character because she's she's right. multi dimensional, like the one where she goes on about the ERA. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, I can see that. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 good. But yeah, season four is um I think it's an improvement on season three. Season three he didn't really know what to do because the whole world had just gone through nine eleven and everyone changed mm-hmm. and none of the characters had. So we're all worried about, you know, diseases and plagues and terrorism and they're like, Oh my god, the estate tax <laughs> So it's like Yeah. It, it was hard yeah. to, to figure out what to do with yeah. that. Anyway, so back to Josh. Um, <laughs> back to you. <laughs> back to me. Uh, well, no, it's just like this this whole thing, um, like with the pollster. I'm forgetting oh, so many names. Um, oh, I'm Joey Lucas. Joey Lucas. Like, Joey Lucas. Yeah, they kept on like building that and building that and building that. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got a brand new love interest for him. Goodbye. Like, it was just like, oh, I don't know. What's her face? It just kind of like annoyed me a little bit. It's just like, build, 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 build. Mm-hmm. Other person. And I have a feeling they probably won't get back to it. So, I don't know. Hotline 80. I think you'll, if you stick with the show, you'll probably like where it goes. Where Josh goes. Apologies. I'll just say that. Apologies for season I'm not going to spoil, but I think it, I think Josh ends up in a good place. I actually. That's good. I actually wouldn't mind if, like, they just jumped from season four to season six and they were, like, previously on the West Wing. Yeah, but you know, like, every show has that season. (laughs) Yeah, five is ours. You know? Every show has that season. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention, like, I'm curious to know. You can just tell me. You don't have to tell. Well, I don't think you have to give me the reason, like what the actual character assassination was. Okay. But who gets assassinated, and who, like, to the point where Sorkin apologizes for it? Well, Sorkin doesn't. Have, Sorkin, just to clarify, like, uh, one actor, one actor Sorry, doesn't like the way the show went, and oh, Sorkin, okay. Sorkin actually called the character and said, "You know what? I wouldn't have written that episode for you." You know, I'm sorry this happened to the character I created. I'm so- basically, he called and basically said, I'm sorry you had a bad day. Like, it, <laughs> it was nothing. Sorkin was well off the show by then. Um, Richard Schiff, who plays Toby, is not a fan of, of season seven, season six, season seven. And one thing they'll do on the show is to... Um, the ratings weren't as great near the end of the show. It got shifted to um, from Wednesday night to Sunday night. So the ratings dropped even more. So to um, keep the cast to the size that they wanted to keep it, they basically would say, okay, you're, you make, you know, $100,000 an episode and you do 22 episodes, we're going to only put you in 12. So we're going to just write you out of it. So a lot of the car- a lot of the actors didn't like the fact that they were now part-time on their own show to make mm-hmm. room for other people who were just brought on in the last year or so because they wanted to shake the show up a little bit. So Richard Schiff kind of right. did, didn't... It's kind of like one of the reasons Rob Lowe didn't like the show is he's like, you know, I'm supposed to be the star of the show and you're giving me episodes about, like, writing off the penny. Like, it's just... It's kind of a misuse and a waste of the of the actor. So Richard Schiff wasn't a fan at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because the end of the show is basically the next election, 
for the next presidency after Barlow. And they'll play yeah, around. Yeah, you kind of get to see the whole election season. They'll play around a lot too with because it's a seven-year show. So if it held the same timeline, if season one started in September of 1999, season seven would be what September of 2005 or it was 98 or something. I can't remember. Anyway, it was supposed. It was off by a year. They basically decided to jump ahead a year. To kind of, because the plot wasn't going anywhere, but there's no clear cut point where the year, missing year is. It's just up in the, it's like in one episode, they're like, remember that thing that happened last year? And it was the previous episode. So mm-hmm. it's like, but then like, you know, someone who broke their foot last week saw as a cast. So it's kind of like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, the West Wing. I'm going to continue to uh, go through it. Well, that's exciting. Um, it's a really good show. I mean, it's it, it's it's enjoyable. It's well uh, written, yeah. Yeah. So, good, good actor. So you started season cast. four. I have not. Okay. Uh, the next episode's it. really good. There's actually, I'm sad for you because there's a scene from the next episode. It's a two parter that got cut from the DVD version. So if you're watching it on Netflix, I'm kind of hoping they put it back in. It was actually mm-hmm. my favorite scene from the episode, and for God knows what reason they cut it from the. It was in the original. Um, Syndicated version. Hmm. It's weird. Let me know if it's in there. It's a scene between uh, Abby and Jed in the residence of the White House. Okay. Let me know if it's in there. I'm sure you'll remember and call me at the house. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll just be like text you in the middle of the night. Hey, that thing. So what other shit do we have to shoot? I well, am so bummed about LeakyCon. How what can we, yeah, how can we can't go? It's going to be in the middle of my work week. Oh, I can't go. Yeah. I can't abandon kids. They won't let me leave. When are they having it? October, October? 19th to uh, 23rd next year. Oh. Or 16th. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of random. What do they usually have it? Is it usually in the summer? It's in yeah. the summer. I can I think do what's summer. happening is GeekyCon is going to be in the summer next year. LeakyCon yeah. is going to be at the Harry Potter thing in October. So okay. there's, they're the doing two Scott? next year. Okay. Uh, GeekyCon is dates? what originally no, LeakyCon Leaky became Cons. and so on. And then LeakyCon is going to be their smaller um, Harry Potter focused one. And those are October 19th to 23rd next year. So I suspect it should be a weekend because yeah. that's so what they usually do. No, it's mm-hmm. it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. long. So it's $250. Can you hear me? Wow. $250 for base registration. Yep. $450 if you want the advanced stuff. What is the advanced stuff? (laughs) What is this advanced stuff? It means that you get to cut the lines and sit in the front. Uh, That's nice. Does that include entry into the park? No, I don't think it does. $250? Hold on. You want me to pay two hundred? You want me to pay $450 to listen to Melissa and Ellie speak and sit in the front row? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm uh, thinking. I'm, like, I'm, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. A yeah. general pass is $250 and a VIP Marauder pass is 450 Where are you finding this? Because it's not on their website yet. It's a letter. It's on the letter that they sent. It's oh, on my yeah. email. Yeah. 
I would guess that does include the park because that's the part of the point of having it there is to have a park event. Yeah, but usually they do the park. Um, yeah, as I say, but that doesn't mean that it, it, usually cons park. have separate like pricing for certain events. Like they have, have like the base convention, and then like I like they'll have like different tracks that you can do that like if, if you really want to like do like a special like young literature track, they usually like charge you an additional extra amount to be a part of that content or a part of that programming. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the literacy programming is usually more expensive too. That's a lot of money for. There's no way one, I can. Afford so I know there was a. Yeah, it's like there was a to see event Harry that fans. they took all the people to the park, and that was part of things. There might have been a small extra charge for it, but it was a lot less than you'd normally pay to get in, and it was just them or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't no, really I, remember because obviously I wasn't there. But I appreciate our business model more. We give you free content where you listen to us talk about puke. <laughs> It's a win-win. We don't charge. Sit, sit in the front, sit in the back, do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. Listen to us anywhere. I just kind of want to add this. Uh, my understanding is this is the last leaky con. Um, like there I is never going. They were splitting it and that leaky con was going to go forward, but it was going to be small and intimate and just for Harry Potter and geeky con was going to be for everything else. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I think, I think maybe a reason why it's so expensive is because it's, is it because it's, uh, fewer people? Um, mm, could be, yeah. Maybe like it's, I don't know if it's like just to cover costs or, or maybe potentially deter like, ton, like tons of people trying to get in. I don't know. That's right. $250. That's ridiculous. Yeah. For, $250. For a, plus if you, you know, what plus you airline, for $250? plus $250. When they were here, you got the regular content. You got a ball. You got a couple of Riz- Wizard Rock concerts. And that was it. Gee, how many was it the last time? I don't remember. It was 140 Okay, hmm. that's, that's understandable. Scott can't like, pay that. Yeah. There's a recession going on in Canada. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> damn it, I really wish I had internet. Um, yeah, why don't you have internet, by the way? Yeah, I'm what's sorry, going on with your internet? But... We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll shoot some shit over that later. Um, Scott just gave you, Scott, Danielle just gave you the hairy eyeball. Why can't I remember anyone's name tonight? Dude. Really? Danielle pregnant. I'm a, I'm a man Danielle pregnant, Scott, like recession, wow. so I don't can't so. hear. Wow. There, there's another Harry Potter convention going on next uh, summer uh, in, Lo- in Los Angeles, in Las Vegas. Um, it's not, yeah, I, f- I forget the group that's putting it on. I do know that there's a handful of people who used to be involved with the HPEF conventions who are involved with it. Like I know mm-hmm. that Zorb from Spellcast is involved, or has friends who are involved. Uh, Rachel from Snapecast is putting together the bidding content, so I know she knows about it. I can't remember the name of it though, and if I could remember the name of it, I would try. I'd try to remember how much it costs because I would look that up. Mm-hmm. But no, no internet. Well, I would um, look it up, but apparently, if I type, it gets too loud. That was yeah. a little passive aggressive. I want to give me. this a go. Let's see how all this works. If I lose you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. No, I'm gonna beat you. Is it Leviosa? 
Yes. Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> I'm picturing like. Oh my god! Someone July put the. To 10th. Oh, someone okay, put what's the price starting on at one seventy-five? Yeah, they're one seventy-five. Now, granted, they don't have. They have. They also have a multi-tier pricing system too. But that's like. Okay, one seventy. I don't know. Maybe it's just that two hundred mark plus that just feels so dirty and mm. wrong. Do we have a multi-tier I, pricing I would probably system? Probably wait till October what? and see oh. what it says. It's coming. Before. Coming with what do we what, what would we yeah. charge for? I mean, I logs? suppose if if the park is included in the price, because the park's going to be a hundred bucks easy. Two, then it's, it's two parks. It though. would probably be worth it. Yeah, and what? the the Leviosa what? one, uh, their VIP oh, no, rate is still four hundred and twenty-five. So. Apparently, four hundred and some is is the standard VIP thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's. But yes, the, I don't know. The just regular registration is one seventy five, which does seem somewhat more reasonable. Mm. And then you can yeah. choose uh, to add the various keynote couldn't. lunches and cocktail parties and things. I'm not saying if I'm going to one, but I think if I, like, which one I'd probably go to, but definitely at this point, I'm definitely probably going to go to Leviosa more so, just from a financial mm-hmm. standpoint, and also for some other potential reasons. It's Leviosa. Was it, did, did somebody, I can't remember where I saw this, I don't remember if it was in Hofwa, if it was on the Hofwa page, or if it was just on Facebook, but, um, have you guys seen the thing where it's like, how awesome it would be if Severus Snape was your GPS voice. Yes, I actually. <laughs> well, see, were you the one that put it up, Sue? Because oh, I, I can't remember. Somebody put it up, and I wrote in there that Scott needed to read the voices, and then we could just put it somewhere. It was so funny, though. Yeah. It was like, oh, of course, you miss your exit, you bumbling fool. Turn well, around. Colbert's doing ways. Yeah, no, I know, but come yeah. on, Snape. And then it was like they they got the number three ninety four in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. Like take route three hundred ninety four. It's, it's yeah. in the puffa. Yeah, it's page. really funny. I got such a kick out. All right, of it. When we were just talking about the multi point pricing system, I was remarking on how we do not have one at Puffwa because we don't really sell that much. But then I realized <laughs> we sold swag. So while you were all talking, I went on our swag store and I realized there was baby gear there. What? We, oh God! So I've That's been doing some shopping. Well, we, why uh-huh. do we? Why do we have baby? When we say cute baby gear, there's like the one thing. Is that correct? Oh. It's we, a onesie. We have a onesie. I can't remember what it says. I really? Put, I put it on Danielle's wall. It comes in natural color. Apparently, <laughs> there's one color. <laughs> there is a color option. There is a color option. Ooh, baby jersey bodysuit. Look at that. <laughs> what color is Born it? Born a Puffwanian. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you guys need that. Oh, God. Comes in pink. <laughs> I'm going to check this out. Oh, dear. Well done, I'm going to try and share. only because Ryan dated Umbridge. Now he he's enjoying pink. Oh, that's true. That is quite disturbing. Oh, that's cute, though. We're not, we're not really doing a pink color scheme, though, for the nursery like no. this summer. We're multicolored. We accidentally did We a, are multicolored. We inadvertently did a frozen color scheme for the nursery. Oh, lovely. I'm not sure it was inadvertent. Really? That was you? Not How did know. that happen? Danielle just watched Frozen I wonder how times. that one happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, Frozen has lovely colors. White. No. Blue. And no. Light blue. No, it's like the... It's uh, all snow. What else is there? White and blue. Purples. 
No, but the movie itself, everything you see from it has like the blues. Who purple is purple? That was. Huh? Who is purple? All right, never mind. Okay, fine. It's a podcast. Why should, we, why should we? I can't. We're on podcast. We're like another forty-one minutes. So, um, shall we talk about yesterday? What was yesterday? September first. Uh, I think she I makes it shit as shit as she goes along. I oh. does shit. <laughs> Let's talk about. It was the first day pastries. of Hogwarts. It was the first day of Hogwarts. It was the first day of Hogwarts. I wore my Hogwarts train shirt yesterday in honor of Hogwarts Day. I wore a blue polo shirt and khakis and was mistaken for a guy at Best Buy. Um, I wore my fat pants. You did. <laughs> I want to wear your fat pants. Those look damn comfortable. I must say. Yeah. Well, it's great when everything's just made out of elastic. So Joe Rowling sent a tweet yesterday. Yes, she yeah. sent a tweet. What was the second one? Oh, the sorting. Yes. Wishing James S. Pother well at Hogwarts, and then he was sorted into Gryffindor, surprising... Uh, Teddy Lupin, head boy of Hufflepuff. Is that correct? That is correct. No one else was surprised, but uh, Teddy was disappointed that he didn't get into Hufflepuff with him. Hmm. We knew Teddy was a Hufflepuff because we knew Tonks was a Hufflepuff, right? Well, but that doesn't mean that Teddy's going to be a Hufflepuff. That is actually true. That's true. So I liked what she tweeted, though. She said, I'm in Edinburgh. Can somebody, so could somebody at King's Cross wish James S. Potter good luck for me? He's starting at Hogwarts today, back to Hogwarts. But according to our people, the math is wrong, and he should be starting Hogwarts next year. We have so, people. Who's our people? Because I think, <laughs> I think I, don't you think the author would know? No, she you, sucks at math. Like, this could be a thing. Joe sucks at math. She does. There were a couple of eighth years in there. Okay, let's do the math. So he was born in when the hell was he born? He was born in like the spring of ninety eight. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Was he Somewhere born? Somewhere in 97, 98. When was he born in the in the last book? You just read the book. When was Teddy born? I don't know if it's not details Teddy. like that. James. James. James, not Teddy. Yeah, James. Oh, yeah. we have no James. idea. Well, we, we, know, we know that Albus Severus is 11 in 20, 16 later, years later. Right? 19 years right. later. Or 19, 19 years later. All right, so it's 27. Okay, so in September of 2017, Albus is 11. Right? Albus is 11. What By the way, like, why, why did Ginny have no say in these child's names? Because Harry clearly named all these children. So it says that Harry James Potter was born in 2004. <laughs> because or, excuse me, James, James Sirius, Sirius Potter. Yeah. I'm, I'm, James Sirius, Albus Severus. I'm going to name my kids after every strong male I've known. Severus I like, I, I like Snape. how there's a conversation going on. Like figuring out the math, and then you have Danielle talking <laughs> about names. No, I'm doing the math. No one's really addressing any of her questions. I know. Or her How old comments. was James? And I'm just How old? He's trying. It's because Ryan's stuck on the math. He's no, what year was James? And what year was he in the epilogue? I forget. And Melinda, I was joking. I talked to Melinda when um, she wrote, she wrote a line in one of her previous books about how Harry wanted to name his son Albus, and Ginny put a stop to that, so they named him, like, Brian or something. Well, and their daughter's name is what? It's something... Lily. Oh, oh to see? After Luna. every important person in Harry's Luna. life. Yeah, Luna. Lily Luna. Lily Luna? I like Lily Luna, though. Luna is uh, Ginny's friend. Lily Luna is our brother's name. Is that not correct? Lily Luna? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> what was the one Sue from? Well, now we know that uh, Olaf's name, or Olaf's Lily name, Luna. is not Lily Luna. Luna, Luna, Luna. Luna. 
Looney Looney Fishes. Looney Luna. Looney Luna. My mother has taken to um, attempting to trick me to, to spill the name. I forget if I mentioned this, but her latest tactic was, right, is your daughter named after someone? I'm like, Ma, what's your first question going to be if I say yes? She's like, who? I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you. Don't give me the name. And then she keeps asking us, asking us if we picked a She's like, is it, you know, like a Harry Potter name? We're like, yes, it's Nymphadora. Yeah. No, she asked me that. <laughs> she asked me that one day if it was a Harry Potter name. I'm like, let's go through the names. I'm like, Petunia, Lily, Rose. Like, I went through every name. that I'm like, Hermione. Nymphadora. Dolores. Dolores. Yeah, now, my yeah. grandma's name's Dolores. You'd be nice. That was the Seinfeld sketch. I can't do it after the Seinfeld sketch. That was... Oh, so back... Minerva. Back, I did that. Now, back to this. Okay, do we know what year he was in the epilogue? We don't. Oh, my God. Can we look it up? That's what Wikipedia is for. Yeah, but that's sometimes... It's not a Wikipedia. Look at that. All right. Um, what else were we talking about? What we were trying to trigger that out? This is the wrong Wikipedia, though, because this is Daddy James, not Kiddo James. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not going to help me. But I have, so have to look up James serious. Four. I feel as though someone should, should be talking here because there's. I just realized this is a dead point. I mean, everyone's dead, dead air. Dead air. In what year? James Sirius Potter was born. Fifth of January. Ah, see, this is different. Two thousand one. Fifth of January, two thousand five. What? That's what the wiki says here. Yeah, so you'd be fourteen. No, but if you oh, wait, no, if you. When I first brought it up, it says Sirius, James Sirius Potter, born 2004. Someone and probably then, changed it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yep, they're trying to fix it now. Uh. All right, so someone changed it. So in 2015, in January 2015, he would be 10. So in, I'm yeah, just going to go check the that. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it say in the book? Do we have a book? That's Does not it? a very credible source. Does anyone have a copy of the book. So this is Albus. This is James. James Potter born 2004. So we have two different things on Wiki. I was laughing because I was talking to Melinda. And it says he... Yes. I was, ta- I was talking to Melinda about her new story, which is, which is a year eight fic. And I, she was like, you know, I always have that question, you know, Harry and Jenny, should they or shouldn't they, you know, because part of me is a mom, but part of me thinks it's going to happen and all that stuff. I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you what, Melinda, like judging by the math of how old the kids were in the epilogue, sooner or later, it's out of your hands. Like, you gotta do that. <laughs> she could just break canon. Not that I'd ever think she'd probably do that, but. She could just, like, have them lie about their ages or something. I don't know. It works for the doctor. He just has no idea how old he is anymore. (laughs) That was a great way to just write out anything that you see as a plot line. Oh, um, we we had some um, news on the Doctor Who front. It was announced that um, in the Christmas special for 2015, Alex Kingston will be guest starring. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, Professor Riversong is back. Riversong is back. Um, we also, it was announced today that Girls Meets World is having an autism episode. Well, now that's just It's gone up on Netflix. So you can watch it on Netflix now. What has gone up on Netflix? Girl Meet World. Girl, 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 meet, girl, world. meet, world. girl meet World. Girl Meet World. Girl Meet World. We know you. <laughs> <laughs> Our standards <laughs> dropping. Apparently they're going to like give Fargo autism or something. So that will be coming in. They give him Asperger's. Asperger's. 
What were we watching where they were like ass burgers? Uh, community. Oh, community. Oh, community. Yeah, mm. remember that. Oh boy. Yeah, we're, we're officially at that point of the podcast. What else is going on in the world? Okay, can we figure out like what we're doing with this crazy um, clerk from Kentucky? Can we talk about her for a minute? Mm, God. All right, so she's denying <laughs> marriage licenses. It's not that she's. Uh, I need to go to the restroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have anything left to throw you up. Made Bob sick again. But the thing about it which kills me is that apparently she's passing judgment on like the entire county. You know whether or not she believes they should be able to get married. But she's been married four times, and she got pregnant by her first husband. No, she divorced her first husband. Like the next day, announced she was pregnant with the children of her third husband. Married her second husband. She's done him with the third husband. Then married the fourth husband, who's threatened to shoot the free his three husbands. It's this entire ridiculous thing, and it's soaking up all of my Twitter feed. So we've got I know, to figure out something. With I am. You know why? She makes me mad. I'm just glad we don't live in Kentucky. She does. She makes me very angry. Yeah. I checked the actual epilogue of the book, by the way, and. We do not have a canonical age for James. He yeah, just looks, I didn't think so. There's a remark that they wrote to him three times a week last year. So I think Mooney's taking that to assume he only went to school last year, but okay. he could have easily been there a year before that as well. So it doesn't really matter either way. Well, because 11 years... We were, don't know how far apart in age they are? I don't think so, no. I don't Unless there was a family tree that was put out at some other time. It's not mentioned in the epilogue. They just huh. describe him as his older brother or his younger brother. Depending I on either. can't really or see... I can't see Harry and Ginny waiting, like, eight years to have a baby or whatever if, they ha- if they're very close together in age. James and Sarah okay. and, and Albus. You know what I mean? It's just... Oh, good lord. I don't know if I can read this. This looks very small. <laughs> Bob, can you come back? I can talk politics again. It will make you... Brought up a, a family tree, I think but he really um, went to I don't think my eyes are this good. Squint, Sue, squint. Zoom. I'm Zoom in. Squinting. Um, Peverell's. So just, like, give Peverell. me Harry. Where's Harry? Here's Allison Frank. Neville. Um. Wonder Harry where James Bob Potter. Was. Okay, here we go. I've got it blown up so so big. Th- oh, <laughs> so I have it blown up so big that the words are blurred, <laughs> and now it's changed. It's taken me to a new page. Oh, Bob! <laughs> All right, Albus Potter, but it doesn't it doesn't give you ages on this either. No, Bob! I don't think you know. Well, even the wiki page I saw, like the Harry Potter wiki, has said that James is born somewhere between two thousand three and two thousand four. I don't know. Because she doesn't she doesn't get into the specifics. Which is probably why the epilogue infuriated. Try why Hermione you know, had like one roommate. Jen. Mm-hmm. Huh? Try why Hermione had one roommate. Two roommates. Yeah. Yeah, but if you think about it, right? Uh-huh. Like, whenever you have a new class coming into Hogwarts, uh-huh. I mean, you're not probably going to have an... You're definitely not going to have an even number of people sorted into each house. What if you have like... A ton of Hufflepuffs, a few Ravenclaw, some Slytherin, and some Gryffindor. Like, there would be more, uh-huh. let's say, you know, Hufflepuff boys yeah. in a dormitory than the Gryffindor boys. Like, there's, there might not be five in or four in We're each one. Magic. It's just how it is. 
So okay. maybe Hermione didn't have a lot of roommates. She might have only had two. Can yeah. you imagine that as a plot well, line? Well, she had Pavardi, right? Or yeah. with Padma. I always forget which Hermione's one. Hermione's got, like, a king-size bed because the room has two other people in and Harry's crammed in with, like, six. So she, we know she has... <laughs> some, we she know has Parvati and Lavender. We they got, like, bunk right, beds Right, so in we there. know that there may have just been those three. Oh, God, they'll have bunk beds. Neville will be on the top bunk. He'll wet the bed. That'll be a plot point. Like, that's just the thing. I, I'm just trying to picture No, but she may have only... Neville? She Jules, may have only had the two. She could have. There's no rule that says oh, she God. had four or five. Can you picture her in a dorm room all by herself for seven years Ooh. with Lavender and Parvati? Hermione. Well, that's probably why she spent a lot of time in the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would have driven me nuts, too. Yeah. <laughs> in the mm-hmm. common room. One, one. Came in handy one, when one. she was prepping for the ball, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Although, I don't think they helped her, because weren't they just as surprised to see how good she looked? Oh, well, maybe not. I think she did her, uh, she used like a potion or whatever on her hair. <laughs> yes, sleep easy. Yeah. Potion. Bob! <laughs> Ryan, he's recovering from a foodborne. Yeah, the minute I went to talk politics all of a sudden, oh, I can't keep my contents of my stomach down. I can't keep my stomach down. Maybe that's a sign, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I really did. Yeah. All right, I, mm-hmm. I believe that you did. Yes. So anyway, no, actually, I just use your excuse, I just use your excuse of talking about politics. I'm like, yes. well, this is probably a good time for me to use the restroom. Well, anyway, crazy ladies go on the court tomorrow. We're hoping. Ah, God damn it. We actually only talked about Harry Potter. We did. <laughs> Sucks to be Bob. <laughs> oh, well. Do um, those of us who actually did a drawing want to share those, or are we keeping them for another week? I, I didn't do one because... You might as well just share them because I, you know... No, I imagine gonna if, we're gonna, if we're going to podcast next week, we should probably attempt to do Fate. We try Otherwise, we're fate. probably never going to do Fate. I was able horrible. to find my book. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I found I a neat thing for Fate or the Aurors or any other um, RPG things that we end up doing. I posted it up in the Facebook uh, group, but there's a um, a website called ambientmixer.com, and people can take various um, Creative Commons sounds and mix them together and then put up those mixes as whatever they want. So somebody's done various different ones for the various Hogwarts common rooms or like... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Tavern or um, the Enterprise Bridge or mm-hmm. various different things. So you can use those for in the background of your um, you RPG games game. or that we could awesome. just use them for podcasts and things a la the Three Broomsticks or like Master Fix stuff. Fun. Um, That's cool. So, yeah. so apparently I took a picture of So I have my picture, but I have to... No, 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 drawing. We did pictures last week. I have my drawing. Oh, But I have to export it because I apparently didn't do that. But I can do that. It won't take me but a second. You're going to export something? Uh Over the internet? (laughs) No, no, just from the the photos to the computer so that I can post it. Uh Uh-huh. And you're going to upload it over the World Wide Web? (laughs) I am. Oh, God. 
Do we have hold? Do we have hold music we can use? <laughs> Not that one. That's Jeopardy. They'll sue us. Do we have something else? That we Don't can we use? have our own hold music that goes in the background of our breaking news? Hopefully, this comes out within two weeks. Dean Jones, star of the Love Book, has died. I, I can't talk about Clarks in Kentucky. I need something to talk about this guy. <laughs> I'm posting my picture now, just so you know. Wait Are for you her ready? to lose all verbs. Everything's going to go away now. Sue, <laughs> so why did you do this before the show? What? No, there she goes! There she goes! <laughs> She's gone! <laughs> My god, do you have a party line telephone? It's like clockwork. Wow. <laughs> Make me sad. What? I'm always happy you can do things too. And yet nobody else talks. That's because we figure we'll edit this out. You try to talk. We're kind of just you know laughing at Sue's expense. It was mean. It was very I'm mean. posting it now so you guys can laugh at my picture too. How was that? Now her internet's making phone. funny noises. Hold on, Sue has, has posted the photo, which we will describe on air because this is an audio medium. It's <laughs> <laughs> on when we put it out the thing. Yeah. We have to post last week's, too. That's one really giant black cat. Or a squ- giant squid. Or a turtle. Could be an island. Is it on the puff page? Hmm. Or it could be like a. Yeah, it could be the Hogwarts Lake with the squid, or it could be like Loch Ness. Oh, actually, you can't see the squid because the page is turned up. Oh, that's just an island. Oh, oh. well, what I was thinking was it was just you know a commentary on the Canadian recession. <laughs> <laughs> so is it the Hogwarts Lake, Sue? It is the Hogwarts Lake. Oh, and right. in the corner, in the the lower left-hand corner, there's actually a purple tentacle that's coming up, but yeah, I didn't I realize that, that the that the picture had. Oh yeah, you can see it. That's part. You can barely see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't realize you were running out of room. No, I didn't realize that the paper had curled when I took the picture, so I didn't think you could see it. Oh yeah, it's right there. It's I have two right versions there. of mine because I had a. Fairly hasty sketch that I did two weeks ago when we thought we were going to do this. Um, and then I scanned it or, well, I took my picture with my camera and then, um, colored it in a little bit with Photoshop to try and make it more obvious. Mm-hmm. So I will post up the black and white version first and you can see if you can guess that. And then I'll put the, um, the color one in. Oh, look, it's up. Oh, <laughs> mean! Just mean, I say. I also um, shrunk mine so they're sized to go up on the web and things like that. So it's helpful. Is it Narnia? Speed of... It is. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Nice. It's the, it's the wardrobe and yeah. then kind of the, like, behind the, them the actual the light, stuff, the winter being. scene, and yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Very nice. So Narnia during. Uh, well, I was in the wardrobe. Yeah, but mm-hmm. af- after they've um, succeeded in ousting the witch, but, you know, the lamppost is still there and stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, cool. It is the color version. 
I have to wait for just a second. Oh, you colored Just a second. Mm-hmm. Before the I internet this page. is really, really great. <laughs> there Ooh, we go. Oh, very nice. What is that? Oh, very cool. Very nice. Neat. My phone internet slow. Wait, no, here we go. Oh my this god, Sue has the senior internet on that coast. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's very Daniel, good. Did, were you able to get your picture, or is it still upstairs? Well, Ryan told me we weren't doing this. I said so I wasn't trying one. Do you want me to go get I will go. Where's your picture? I'll go get it. Yeah, oh, please. The podcast is over is. in 21 minutes. You where don't is? know where it is. Where is it? Tell I me where no it is. I have no idea. What? I have to go look. I'll go find it. Just start without me. All right. Now. Check the sketch pad in my closet. I guess that would closet. be where it is. That's I'm still waiting closet. for that Ryan Danielle relationship advice podcast. Are we sure? <laughs> Are you sure you want that, Bob? I'm not. You know, I'm, I think we should do it. I think. Ryan just yelled, shut up, Bob. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. No, I know. I heard. I I think it would be fun. Just like maybe to do like a little like mini podcast series. Yeah. Just like, like, like the podcast episodes would be like maybe five, ten minutes of each. Just give you guys a topic to go on and just let you guys riff for five, ten minutes. Oh, man. I think that would be. Yeah. If you you give us like a topic, it would probably, yeah. It's like a Dear Abby kind of thing. Right, right. Dear Ryan and Danielle. <laughs> what do you think about this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know that would be amazing. That could be that could be like the little brother podcast in the Potterfic family podcast, the podcast oh, family family. Does the color of your bedroom matter? Why or why not? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. So, Scott, while I was Looking for other things, I found, and I know that it's nowhere near you, but I put it on your Skype, that there's a con in Canada starting this week. Yes, and in Toronto. Tom Felton and Rupert and the Phelps twins are all going to be there, and they're going to have a Hogwarts reunion thing. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, but I know it's not anywhere close, but I just was excited because it's in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I My cousin is out there. He keeps posting interesting things that he's doing in Toronto, and I'm sort of going, hmm, sometime I should visit Toronto, but oh well. Yeah. But that's or like, Toronto, I should say. Is that like, that's pretty much all the way over to a new coast, right? Fairly close, yeah. yeah. It's, it's in Ontario, which yeah. isn't the most easterly province, but uh, yeah. there's still Quebec. Um, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. That. Yep. And then the, the island provinces, the Maritimes. I've only been to the east coast side of Canada. <laughs> mm-hmm. Been to yeah, actually been to been to Quebec and Toronto, but Toronto was a really long time ago. It was I don't remember much about it. And Montreal and Prince Edward Island and I loved Prince Edward Island. That was beautiful. I want to go there sometime. Yeah, it was I beautiful. Made it that far east. My, my, I went when I, I think I was 14 and I went with my mom and she, she, I just remember like she freaked out driving over the bridge because that bridge yeah. that connects you to the island is just, it's so long. Oh, there's my drawing. My drawing yeah, made it up. It looks like the drawing's uploaded. Yep. I would <laughs> We're say. We're in Luke's Cafe from Luke's Gilmore Girls. Cafe's for group. Yep. Bite me, Bob. I particularly like. Yeah, yeah, cool. I was talking about. No idea, but I know you too well, Biffle. I like the, I'm, I'm. <laughs> particularly a fan of the no cell phone sign because it's a rule that Luke enforces 
And, you know, I think that's kind of nice when you're having a meal with someone to have no cell phone use and mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to the person you're eating with and, you know, you can't be on Twitter and Facebook and I like that. What happens when Emily Gilmore comes into the diner and starts harassing Luke? Well, What's that's his one time where he uses a cell phone. To call but for help, yes. That was an emergency and he needed help. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. saying, overall... We try to have the no cell phone rule at our family dinner, yeah. but it doesn't work very well. Mom and I are strictly no cell phone, but Mike and Calvin have a really hard time with that. Like, you know, for an hour, come on. It's not that hard. I got the watch. I'm fine. (laughs) Oh, God. Now it's going to have to be no Apple watch. (laughs) You're going to be like the person. You're going to be like that woman. In, in the new show we like, our new favorite show, Miranda, and you're going to be on your watch, and bear you're going to be like, bear with, bear, bear with, while you keep with. texting and ignoring the people in front of you. That show is very funny. Yeah, that show is really funny. It's very funny. <laughs> we recently discovered, what was it? It's, um, uh, it's Acorn TV. Acorn which TV. Which is an app, on, it's an app on our Roku. If you have it, you're looking for something fun to watch. Um, the first month is free, and uh, it's a TV show out of the UK called Miranda. Which I remember remember watching when we were in Wales. It was um, on the in the um, hotel we were at. Danielle doesn't remember it, but it's it's very 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 funny. So if you're looking for something new to try, I think there's like 20 episodes. I actually yeah, there's ordered, not that many episodes. I ordered the entire series and a couple of her comedy specials, the actress's comedy specials from Amazon UK. I've got to find some, like some way of ripping them once I get them here because I don't have a DVD player that plays those DVDs. But I did save the email from Amazon UK telling me my order had been dispatched. Nice. That's apparently a thing they do. They dispatch things. By Royal Mail. Royal Mail. It should be here in about four weeks. It's racing the kid. Yeah. It's racing Lily Luna. <laughs> Lily Luna. <laughs> Lily Luna Olafa. I remember I remember I loved what Jen too said. She, the other day she she sent you a message and said you know you're going to have to name her Olafa because that's the only way. It's the only way she's remembering. No. I'm remembering the fic where um, Jenny had a daughter and named her a Lily Myony. What? <laughs> Not like Lily Hermione, no, just Lily, Lily Myony? Myony? She's like, she sounds like a southern hick. Lily Myony. Oh, I don't know oh, that one. No, we did. Uh, power of truth, power of faith, power of whatever the hell it was. Power of mm. joy, um, power of... Uh, it probably oh, was power of joy. truth. If you're thinking of the one where it was the books were real and none of the people were actually like what the way they were written mm-hmm. and so on, that was Power of Truth. That, uh, power of Emotion is Melinda Leo, is which Melinda's. is a completely different thing. Or is the one where Harry had a family of multiracial children? That's Power of Truth. <laughs> With Jenny. <laughs> what? Oh, great fact. Because he adopted them. No. What happened was... That sound very bad. No, because... Okay, what happened was... (laughs) Ginny married someone else, had three children, her husband died, the girls looked just like Ginny, Harry looked at them thinking that they... He married Dean. Dean. Yes, and the author forgot that Dean was black, so the, the girls were clearly not... 
having red hair and all of the is they were Dean Thomas's children. I'm reading the thing. I'm like, so Harry looks at them. He's like, they look like they could be mine. I'm like, I don't think that was supposed to be funny. With a tan. <laughs> I'm like, Harry Potter. With a tan. That's so racist. Harry oh Potter God. and his family. Danielle is actually the most <laughs> racist Proclamian we've ever had. Really I don't know what you're talking about. Every, well, wasn't that the I'm not watching Fear the Fearing the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Bob, are you? You've been throwing up a lot. Where's watched, Josh Lyman when you need him? Have you watched? Uh, you know, all right. Ryan's the one talking he's about like in the bar. The racial differences. Who's in the bar? He's he's in the bar. An adventure hour. Wait, is there a way? That's not. That's I Josh Bellina. That's a different guy. No. Different guy. Oh, Ryan. guy. Never mind. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, guys, when we show like, wait, am I on speed? Okay. okay. Is there any good West Wing fan fiction? Oh, have you even read any? I, I have read? read one, which is an interesting plot line of which I cannot share. But once you're done with the series, it's an alternate version of like the last five episodes. I've read some okay. good crossovers, if you're interested in those. No, I'm or, sorry. I'm sorry. West Wing people run into people from Buffy or from I Stargate or something. I read a really good one where um, uh, Battlestar Galactica finds... That's um, the one I read. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica the, and West Wing. Adama and Rosalind uh-huh. and, and the fleet no. reach Earth during Jeb Bartlett's term. Huh. That's interesting. That, that was could be interesting. That actually. that was really good. Um, but yeah, there is one within the universe I read that I thought was pretty good. I mean, it's a little unbelievable because it's like a, you know, I think Josh at one point there's like espionage involved, <laughs> but um, I thought it was pretty good. So there are a couple of good fix. Okay, okay. I was just curious. Uh, to, but to answer your question, uh, no, I have not watched *Through the Walking Dead*. Okay. Um, I was thinking about maybe doing that tonight. Uh, well, when I get home from D&D stuff. Well, but, uh, here's the thing. Have lots of coffee first. You're going to need it. Um, I watched I watched the first episode, and mm-hmm. I decided that I would rather watch The Last Ship in place of the second episode, and that was a really good decision on my part because The, walking, because the Last Ship was, was amazing. It was amazing. But um, yeah. I read a review of the second episode. I wasn't really caring about spoilers. I wanted to see if it got better. And one of the reviews I saw said that people are basically calling it like very racist in its casting, and the and the you know producers and directors were like, "Well, yeah, but we didn't mean to." <laughs> like, that was their response. To it, it was just a mistake. It was an accident. Unintentional racism. It was like, who do black people gonna act? Like, I don't know what the point of the of the of that argument was, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it, was bad. it was pretty awful. So yeah. Well, if it's just the sort of thing like these are the people who came to our casting call, and we picked five of them, and those are the people well, that we ended up with. Basically, yeah. the, the thing is, like, why is... Well, it, this isn't it, but it's like, why is every ass on the show black? Well, they are good actors. Like, it's just... Yeah, but it, it just seems to be. Well, there was a thing on The on the Walking Dead that it got accused of during its third... What was the Wood 3 season? The Governor, was that the third season? The third season. Third season. Where they would have a black actor and they would kill him, and then in the next episode they would meet like another black person and he would join the show, and then he'd die, and then like another black actor would join. It's like wait, there's, only one, there's only one black slot in the show, and like you have to wait someone to die before you bring on your. They just had to reef constantly, like high turnover. 
Well, they did, and then they brought on Tyree. Tyrese. Tyrese. You never get his name right. I don't. Star Trek screwed me on that one. This is an actor called Tyree. Oh, I was going to say, how does that have anything to do with it? But okay, I, I can't say that one. Um, so, Fear the Walking Dead was the first episode. At least I thought was not good. Um, so oh, I, I think that's a pretty common opinion. Now, this is my opinion, which won't spoil a single thing for you. And I'm curious what you think of think- this. I don't and, think you're really spoiling much of a zombie apocalypse. Zombies well, happen. Here, this is the thing. Danielle, <laughs> Danielle, do you remember when we watched Jericho, the first yeah. episode? Do you remember, like, for the first half hour, it was like a, it was a wholesome family drama? Yeah. And then you know, the bombs less. went off. And, and then, then the nukes went off, right. yeah. Do you remember when I sat in front of iZombie and didn't mm-hmm. tell you there was zombies? Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, a, a, a drama, and then there was the zombies? Okay. The thing with this show is the first episode is basically about just people living their lives. And in the background, you see like helicopters and you see people acting strangely. You know what's going on, but they're just living their lives. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't like any of these people. I would not watch the people. You sound like, um, you sound like Sadie. She's like, I would not watch that. I would not like, here's the thing. Like these other shows I would watch if they were on like ABC family, it was just a family drama. And then like, they happened to go in the direction of aliens and nukes. That was fine. But, like, mm-hmm. I would not watch this show if not for the fact that I knew there was zombie apo- there was a zombie apocalypse coming because I was hoping some of them would be eaten. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Eat the bad characters. Like, and I feel like on... Or sign. Yeah. I, but that's... I just... I didn't... Like, there was... There's one character in the pilot who speaks with a clarion voice. Everyone else, I just was hoping would be even. But there's <laughs> one character. And he's... He's, he's a high school... Freshman, maybe his character, and he appears to be no older than twenty nine. So, Mm. I mean, there's that. Mm. So, breaking news from Facebook: since we were talking about Aaron Sorkin things earlier, yes, apparently he's writing a biopic of Lucille Ball, and Kate Mm. Blanchett is going to play her. So, Mm. there's that. Interesting. That would be interesting. Oh, and if you watch um, the newsroom. Um, Bob, you'll notice it, there's like a lot of very similar lines of dialogue and very similar plot points to the West Wing because he likes to recycle. Use them over and over again? Well, the American president, too. The American, like most of the West Wing wait, is taken from he, the American wait, president. Wait, question. Yes. Did he, wait, Aaron Sorgan, did he have something to do with the American president? He wrote it. He wrote it. Half, oh. It's half the same cast, half the same yeah. plot lines, it's the same Oval Office. It's, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, sometimes I forget there were different presidents. Because like, Martin Sheen is the chief yeah. of staff on that one, right? Okay, so just, so just that, I mean, maybe we can we can do this. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if you guys are all in a rush. No. So maybe we just have like a discussion. Because yes. I was gonna ha- I was gonna steal an idea for tonight's podcast, calling it Geek Fights, which is gonna be a rip off of the amazing YouTube show Movie Fights. If you like nerds talking about arguing nerdy things, check it out. It's a great way to like put something on in the background and listen to people talk nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, but the concept of the show is they basically get a topic and then they debate the points and all that sort of stuff. So my question to you guys, and we just we just have a generalized discussion about it. Who do you think is the best fictional president of the United States of America? Hmm. It's unfair, but Jed Bartlett, but it's because you saw him more than... Yeah, the one Morgan Freeman plays is pretty good, too. But I don't remember who that was. Oh, that's, you're thinking uh, Deep Impact? I think so, yeah. 
I mostly just like the idea of Morgan Freeman being the president of the United States. <laughs> I know, right? Well, he's I, on, I was listening to the Sunday or the Saturday morning address. Well, he's on that. Uh, he, what's that movie where the White House gets captured? He's the president or he's the speaker and he's the... No, he's the speaker oh, yeah. of the house. That's um, uh, uh, Olympus Aaron, Has Fallen. Uh, well, I saw they were doing it. They're going to do a new, uh, like a sequel to it. And I think he's going to be the vice president in that one. Wait, um, how do you do a sequel to that movie? They're gonna have him. The president goes to London, and someone just and gets kidnapped. Okay, have any of you watched that movie? No, I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay, I have. Yes, it is hand. It is hands down the most frustrating thing on the planet. Because let's be honest, you know, the United States we have a big military. We like guarding the shit out of things, and like the. Basically, the concept is the North Koreans basically fly in a couple planes and take the White House. All right, here's the thing. And it is, it is just the most, like, mind-numbing. It's like, this should not happen. It, like, it's like those things, like, where, like it's unbelievable. It's just dumb. Well, here's the thing. Remember, no, remember on 24, dumb. they had a plot line, like, kidnap the defense secretary so they could execute them on the internet. Because while everyone was using the internet to watch the execution, they were going to hack into whatever mm-hmm. Air Force Base, and when they hatched into the Air Force Base, they were able to disable the grid so they could sneak someone over the fence so we could steal a fighter plane so we could shoot down Air Force One so someone else could wow. run into the wreckage and steal the nuclear football from the guy and cut the guy's wrist off and steal the nuclear football so they could launch the... Like, that was their game plan for the day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a, a year later in the real world, like, three guys with box cutters, you know, started a war. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, okay, like, when you, like, look at, you know, like, the, the, the big things and the small things, I, I think it's, I forgot where I was going with that. I tried yeah, to cover you, it. Yeah, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> big yeah, things. They, that, 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 that sounds interesting. This is like yeah. some North Korean. Got it back. I got it back. Planes closed. Yeah. Walk up with AK-47s. Yeah. And shoot their way through the front door. They, you know, they, and they bring the trucks and they steal planes and they shoot the building and they do the whole thing. Okay. Here's the thing. A guy without shoes last month or, or a few months ago hopped the fence of the White House and made it like deep into the East Room before they stopped him because the Secret Service agents all ran into each other simultaneously. The door lock wasn't on. They turned off the alarm system. <laughs> like it could actually happen. Like I'm just saying. Okay. Oh, that dear. scares the shit out of me then. Yes. <laughs> wow. And they had like they had Maxwell Smart defending the front door, like it was a horrifying display. So it's good to know the President Obama is safe. He is. Well, he was pissed because they found bullet holes in the side of the building, like right where he eats dinner, like on the Truman balcony. There was bullet holes. They had been there for like months and months. No one found them. Yeah, it's oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty bad. So you know, in other sort I... of um, kind of like. Con-like news, I wound up buying a internet ticket to L.A. PodFest, where they're doing oh, cool. the, um, the Thrilling Adventure Hour and uh, um, Adventure Zone and various other people are doing podcasts at this thing in L.A. But you can buy digital access to the streaming and have it for a month afterwards, basically. So if you miss watching a podcast live, you can go and watch it on the stream or something. So. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see how that works, but it should be fun. I thought you were going to say you, you spent $250 or $450 and would be in the front <laughs> row. <laughs> um, no, I spent 20 because I yeah. applied a coupon code from one of the many podcasts I listen to that is part of that. 
I tried to apply several, but they don't let you. <laughs> <laughs> Only one coupon code allowed. Oh, well. That's too bad. I mean, they could just give you the the one... Well, I guess they apply that to different... I was going to say, it'd be neat for them to see all the different places you listen to. Yeah. Well, what it does is whichever one you say you're applying last is the one that it registers and gives them whatever the bonus is that they get mm-hmm. for that. But uh, you still only get the $5 off. You don't get 50, right. you know, three podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Which, that you know, sense. makes sense, but still sad There's for me. <laughs> sad for me. That it would be fun to watch. I'm sorry, I just read a, um, a tweet here about the Sorkin biopic, Lucille Ball. Someone who I don't know uh, tweeted something, and, and Richard Schiff, who plays Toby, yeah. um, retweeted it. And um, we all know who Josh Molina is. Bob's not up to his episodes in the podcast no. on, on the show yet. But I'm guessing he replaces Sam Seaborn. Uh, well, he joins the show um, at, around the same time. Um, in the Sorkin biopic of Lucille Ball, I want Richard Schiff to play William Frawley, the character yes. of Mertz. And I want Josh Molina to play Little Ricky. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. <laughs> Josh Molina is so funny. He's good. I don't know if I've seen any of his West Wing episodes either, but I know him from being the barkeep. Well, he's my close personal friend. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah he's he, he tweets, Danielle. He tweeted me, so. Yeah. So exciting. First, I, first I can't wait to meet the guy me. who tweeted Danielle. It was so exciting. All I got was uh, the girl who played What's Her Face on Parenthood and Martha Plimpton. There was nothing wrong with that. Martha Plimpton's because I got Josh Molina, who was on your favorite show. Well, the whole time. Girl, Don't I be got, jealous. I didn't get the girl. I got her parents because she was like yeah. seven or whatever. So okay. So as we, this is totally disjointed as it should have been during the West Wing conversation. You guys asked me who my favorite, but oh, Ryan, yeah. you never said who your favorite was. Uh, oh, uh, West Wing character. I'm probably gonna go with CJ. I think he said CJ. Yeah, you said it. He I said it. I did say it. Now in mind. I just yeah. don't remember. Sorry, I'm brain addled, folks. I, I can't remember much of anything. I don't like. I don't know if I can pick a favorite. Try. Um, but Bartlett. Yeah, I really like Bartlett. Who's your favorite? Okay, let's do this. I who's, really like. Leo who's your too. favorite minor character? Yeah. Um, minor. How? Well, what would you consider Not minor? Not like in the opening credits. Um. At any point, like I know Stalker Channing um, goes um, into that. Um, the bodyguard. <laughs> she's like Mark Harmon, the one episode. Um, I would put I like, so far, I like Danny Concanon. Okay. Um, I like him a lot. You would love, there's an episode of um, Studio 60, which was the Sorkin show that lasted one season and it brought a lot of West Wing actors over to it. And da- the actor plays Danny Concanon. Um, play. He's the producer. He's in like the control booth running the the, the SNL show. In one, like, he looks super familiar to me, and I don't know why. He's he, he. That's his role in one episode. The special guest for the episode who's running the show is Allison Janney mm-hmm. as herself. So he's basically he's got this whole ribbing up with Allison Janney through the entire episode, and it's really cool. It is pretty it's, funny because it's CJ yeah, and Danny. since they have that history. But, um, favorite secondary character. I'm going to go with Debbie Fitterer. Who I might go with um I'm I don't know, I might go with um I've met Fitter. I like Nancy McNally. Oh yeah, she came on for the uh, interview, right? Yeah. I like Nancy McNally a lot. Nancy's great. Uh, Mrs. Landingham. Okay, okay. who is she? Who is who? Nancy, um the NSA advisor. 
or because she's the NSA, I don't know she's the NSA person. Yeah, what's your question? She looks really like she's on the American president. She's in other shows. She's on okay. the American president. Oh, that's where she's from. Okay, that's why I recognize her. Yeah, from. she's the first secretary. Because like it's the, the thing I love about the West Wing is like every little like minor person that comes on is like some television star. Do you remember on um, yeah. the American president um, Sydney, who is the um, Annette Benning's character, lived with her yes. sister? She lived with her sister, and her sister has that line about Sydney. He's charming. He's a good dancer. You know, he's the leader of the free world. Your standards are high. Um, the sister is Ellie Bartlett. Okay. The president. Really? Yeah, the president's middle daughter. Yeah. So she's not. Josh Molina was on I've the met, American. Yeah, yeah Josh Molina's an American president too, isn't he? Josh Molina was yeah. an American president. Yeah. yeah. When did you meet who? When did you when meet? When do you meet? Okay, so I, I've, I've met Zoe and I've met. I think I've met. I met Ellie. That's the one who's like, my dad won't fire the. Uh, yes. Surgeon General. Oh, we just. Yeah, yeah I put that yeah. on. Um, you you do meet Liz. She's definitely in season five. Oh, the I, season everybody hates. Okay. So I don't know if she's in season four. I, I honestly don't remember the first time you meet Liz. I know you definitely meet her in season five. Um, but I mean, she's no one's favorite character. I don't think she's just like the other one. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a nobody favorite character. And that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, God, wish like, the, like I don't like how the the fifth season starts. And if they had just like put two lines of dialogue in to make it the way Sorkin with the blind, it would have been great. So that it, it's still pissing mm-hmm. me off. Margaret's amusing to me. Oh yeah, I love Margaret. Margaret's pretty good. I she's a very when she tries to woman. like when she tries to like sign a piece of paper removing Bartlett from power. Just you know, in case you need that, I can do it. I mean, that's great. It's like you yeah. might not want to say that out loud. <laughs> I can forge the present signature. So quite okay. Here's a fun little question: Who like of all the uh, assistants? Yeah. Who would you like to personally have an assistant for you at work? Oh, Margaret. Yeah. I'd say Margaret. It's in the next episode that... Dawn is a little too clingy. Is ne- it's the next episode that, Bo- that Bob's about to watch. There's a scene where Sam is in over his head, and he's trying to, like, cover for other people. And he's he looks at, I think it's Bonnie, it's one of the assistants, and says, okay, do we have, like, it, like an appendix of, like, all human knowledge? And, the, and Bonnie's like, usually we just use Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Margaret can just do anything. So, like, if I ever needed something, Margaret would just run out and take care of it. Whereas yeah. Donna would be like, you know who's in my office I'm trying to think of who would would uh, do well with little kids and I'm thinking none of them Debbie Debbie would do well with little kids okay yeah I'll take Debbie then yeah Debbie would I, don't know, I, don't, I can't picture Mrs. Lanningham with little kids I don't know I don't know so, I don't, I don't, Mrs. Lanningham Mar- was yeah Margaret would scare the little kids because she'd be talking about like brand muffins don't you and, oh I won't say anything yeah I, was really I, I forget where Bob is, so I don't want to say anything about right. Margaret. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say that. Speaking kind of Margaret and then, you know, uh, uh, Leo. I was sad to find out that, because uh, I usually, like, I, when I finish the first season of a series, yeah. like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll put, like, my feelers out into, like, like the fandom. Yeah, to, like, see, Spencer, is there yeah. a fandom? Yeah. And that's where I started, like, picking up on a couple of things. I mean, some, like, like Ryan listened to, like, like, what am I spoiled for? Like, when, like, I also was, like, you know, watching television at this time, so I knew, like, that there would be, you know, who won the presidency at the end of the series. Um, 
And I found, and then I also, but during my, my, putting my feelers out, I found out that, uh. Do you know who uh, wins the John, presidency at the end of the series? Uh, Santos. Okay. Um, which he wasn't actually supposed to. There's, you know what? There's actually, um, a lot of people have different opinions on that. Because some people claim it was always written that way, but they were going to like soften it. Some people, like, there, there's actually some disagreement, but yeah, I mean, that's a good. Well, no, I, I was just watching some foreign forum, and that's what one of the producers on the show right. said that they were going to do. But it's I don't po- know, whatever. It's possible, uh, but I would have, I would actually would have liked it to have gone the other way. I think that would. Well, I guess more. apparently, like a lot of like they're like this. I guess I haven't seen the season yet, obviously, but they're just like nailing the Democrat, and then with the death of uh, John Spencer at the end of the series, uh, the actor. That basically was too much, and that they wanted to kind of, I guess, give it back to the Democrats. Yeah, they, well, they did it. That. They did it as a. Um, they, they it definitely could have gone either way. It's not like you know, the Democrat would have you know lost with like, there was a bunch of lose by like fifty points, and all of a sudden like it rained somewhere anyone. Like they they definitely wrote right. it so it could go either way. But um, right, and they and they actually said that John Spencer was such a professional. He passed away during um, the hiatus break, so they were able to, you know, write around and, and change the show. They they said that. He planned that. No, they said if he had like he would be so embarrassed that he disrupted the, the the writing of the set. Like that is something he would do. He would plan his death to make it easier on the writers. That's just something the actor would do. So they actually they found some joy in that that he did that but they also it was do they hand do they hand i'm just curiosity yeah. do they handle leo's death well they handle it incredibly yes. well um they handle yeah. it very well but also so there's a scene that he's the vice he's the vice president uh on the on the ticket right yeah the, the the thing that they did and it was lucky for them now that i know you know this um what they do is they start the seventh season mm-hmm. in a flash forward um, and it's the opening of, of Bartlett's library. So they start it in a flash forward and Leo is not there because if he was there, it would probably give away who won because if he's just there as Joseph, if everyone's calling him Leo, then you know he lost. If everyone's calling him Mr. Vice President, you know that he won. So Leo's not in the scene and thank God because Leo would be dead <laughs> at that point and they would have to, yeah. you know, so they'd locked out. Having a horrible retcon. Right. But it's it's awful knowing that he dies. Mm-hmm. That they said like if he dies they definitely wouldn't have had certain plot lines on the show. So like it's mm. it's going going through it again. It's unfortunate that and I what they say to what they say is that he had a heart attack, John Spencer and passed away. There's mm-hmm. some trolls on the internet who insist that he had cancer and that um, they covered it up because the um, insurance that the actors have to get to work on the show wouldn't have insured him because he would be likely to die so that he wouldn't have been able to continue. He doesn't seem the same in the last couple seasons. He seems like yeah. he's... Ew. He seems sick. He's gaunt. He's yeah. very, very gaunt. So I tend. To- he looks pretty gaunt in the first place. No, he, in the first. No, no, you'll no. see the difference. If you go, like okay. he, like he's very raspy, and he's very like I don't know if he was just playing it that way, but he he does he he seemed ill before yeah. he passed away. Yeah, for some supposedly he really just dropped did. of a heart attack suddenly. It, it seemed like he had something going on. But he could have had heart problems going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 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 That was the impression. That's not that like it's a, 
he's having to go through. Right. Yeah, he seems like he has that. But they handle it incredibly beautifully well. They handle that well. And they've lost actually a few more actors um, since then. Um, the actor who played um, Bruno Gianelli, who you know from season three, he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord John Marbury. He um, just passed. Just, yeah, he just, just passed, passed away. away. And there's, because my first response was, Lord John and Leo. Well, and, and the, Gerald. The actress that played Mrs. Lanningham? Mrs. Lanningham, the actress, has passed away. Yeah. Um, a couple of others. Um, Why did she leave the show? Was that just like a writing thing? I think it was a writing thing. She didn't have anything else. I think it was a writing thing. I think they wanted to really... It was very dramatic. ...take away yeah. her from Bartlett. Um, and like a couple of other bit actors passed away. Like the guy who plays the defense secretary. who's He's mentioned from the first episode, but you don't see him, I think, until season four. Um, he passed away. And then you have Rob Lowe, who just continues to get better. better looking. Stack house just died. <laughs> I'm not sure how this is possible. Allison Janney looks better. And Allison Janney, too. Yeah, she gets better she looking with age. She, she does. Yeah. She does, too. Yeah. They've, they've got the two of them. What's They've got, like, some good genes, man. She's beautiful, yeah. And Rob Lowe is going to be coming out with a new show that looks really funny. Him and Fred Savage. I want to watch it. Oh, that sounds. Those are two actors I I appreciate. So yeah, it's yeah, it's coming out in I think this later this month on Fox, and I guess Rob Lowe's character is an actor who played a lawyer on TV, and Fred Savage is his brother who is a real lawyer, actual lawyer. So yeah. it looks really. Funny. I saw that commercially. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that I know that Scott, that Scott, why do I keep calling Bob Scott? Now that I know Ryan, that Bob, Ryan, you are terrible with me. Has watched. So what we'll you'll see is that in season five. Um, John Wells, who, who is the head of ER, the, the head writer in ER, took over the West Wing as showrunner, and he he tried to write it like Sorkin would, and just have, like, season five, another year at the White House, and it, it didn't work very well. There's a horrible, horrible scene that involves your favorite character screaming at the Capitol Dome, do you want a piece of me? Who is my favorite character again? Josh, Josh Lyman. Oh, Lyman, okay. Horrible, horrible scene. So in season six and seven, it's more of a campaign season. They kind of jump ahead a year, and it's, right. um, you know, what would people do? Like, people would get different jobs. Some people would go and work for a campaign. Some people would get promoted. Some people would laterally move and try something. So they kind of shake up the dynamics of the characters. And I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a good thing, because you see fish out of water situations. You see a great episode where Toby tries to brief the press. And it's fantastic because Toby that sounds amazing. Because Toby yeah, hates because right. Toby is. hates talking to people. So yeah, it, yes, it's pretty good. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. There is a line where Toby has a line, and I will I will omit one of the names, but he's like, "If everything fails, the president will send a woman to the Middle East to swat at suicide bombers." With her purse. Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, the whole cast running down the hallway to tackle him on They're the like, podium. stop talking! Stop talking now! We're losing points. So it, it gets to be a very good show. Yeah. No, I know. I, yeah. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. I should probably stop dabbling. At, at 4 o'clock this morning, I was on the subreddit, and I was like, I really shouldn't have gone there. Because a lot of people were just complaining about a lot of the, the character jumping of the sharks. Like, Apparently, I guess, is there a, something that, like, uh, CJ and uh, Vice President Hoynes? I don't know. They have that uh, as a, they have that, that's like a one episode, 
Okay. And they said it happened like 15 years ago or something. It was just a flashback, something. Um, there's, yeah, they add like so many great characters on it. Like John Goodman joins the show. Um, Stephen Mm -hmm. Root, uh, Mr. James from News Radio joins the show. Um, uh, Patricia Richardson, the mom from, um, Home Improvements on the show. Oh my gosh, really? She joins the show. Um, Alan Alda, Jimmy Smith. Um, just any, so many, you know, great characters. There's some really great, yeah. Um, join the show. Like, it, and that's, I think, one of the things that pissed off Richard Schiff because you're paying all of them. Richard Schiff is kind mm-hmm. of in the, in the background. He's like, it's my show. <laughs> and I'm Richard Schiff. But yeah. Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe leaves. Aren't you talking about. No, Richard Schiff doesn't like the ending of the show. Oh, yeah. Because he's oh, not yeah, in yeah. it very much. I'm like, are you talking about Rob Lowe? No, okay, I was Richard confused. Schiff. Right. I thought you were. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, real quick, because I know we're, we're way past time, uh, but I just came to this realization. I'm super excited about the Star Wars. And mm-hmm. did we, did, is Star Wars, did, did Poof Wa or Poof or Pete? <laughs> one of our podcasts. The family. Did the family ever the cover fa- the original? Has the family ever done uh, commentaries of Star Wars? No. We have never no. done such a thing. Why haven't we done that? Why haven't we done that? We that would be amazeballs. I would, I would do that. Let's do it. I, let's I'm do just it. saying, in the next six weeks, Danielle may enjoy Do we want to let Ryan do it with us? Because he's just going to make stupid comments. I'm uh, standing right here. I know. I, you know <laughs> he does tend to monologue during things. And he may try to like take things that, like, well, you know, Captain Kirk would have done this instead. Oh, well, he would. Solo. Um, maybe. Maybe we'll consider it. I think Han but. Solo might win in that fight. But anyway... Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> we, it could be two to two on one. Two well, on. maybe would we want to? Oh, well, well, obviously, Sue and Scott. Would you want in on that action? If I, I can mind. get my I'd hands on, find it. Yeah, I'd have to get it yeah. from the library or something because my copy is at my parents' house. <laughs> oh. Also in Canada. Yeah. In Canada. Blame <laughs> um, <laughs> <Name> Canada. Blame <laughs> Canada. Um. Anyway, all right. So, is there anything else we want to talk about? No. No. I think we did shit. pretty good for not yeah, for an episode that we had to shoot shit all over it. You know. <laughs> this episode. We just like that phrase. It kind of helped it. You know, one of us has the stomach flu. <laughs> yeah, it did, and I, I watched. I watched a series that is beloved by most everyone on this team. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So next, mm-hmm, yeah. So next week, are we la- aiming for fate, or are we going to do something else, or well, stuff? we can try for fate? I'll. Um, I found my book. I, I'm sorry, I've been looking for it all week. I I couldn't find it, so I hunted down my book. And so you guys will just need to figure out your, um. Which column points? I'm looking. So your approaches. Yeah, approaches. And then we'll just try a short version of it. Okie dokie. We'll give it a go. Try it out. So kind of like the three broomsticks thing where we kind of do some things. Yeah. Yeah. Introduce the characters and do a minor thing on the mob. Okay. All right. Well, then that's what you guys can look forward to in the next episode of Point of View Weekly. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to bring this episode to a close. 
We hope that you've been enjoying listening to this episode. We want to encourage you guys to check out uh, our website at www.pointofviewweekly.com. Uh, and then we also have other members of the Pufwa family of, I'm sorry, Pufwa mm-hmm. family of podcasts, including Pufwa itself, uh, Potterfic Weekly at potterficweekly.com, uh, the Pufwa Exchange at Pufwa, Pufwa Exchange. God damn it, Ryan. Why'd you have to name all the shows the same thing? <laughs> we could have been armoire cast. I'm sorry it didn't work. Well, yeah. Jen, we were, remember we were going over the names and Jen's like, what if we call it like table cast or armoire oh, cast? Oh, oh, table cast. Yeah. Cause that's mm-hmm. original. Sounds like yeah. a tabletop podcast. It does. Yeah. So maybe that could be the name of our we tabletop. We might have to do that too. Oh, speaking of tabletop <laughs> stuff, we also have our gaming channel on Twitch, which sorely needs to be used, uh, at twitch.tv backslash plays. Uh, then that does it for the family. So, uh, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Ryan. I've been Danielle. I've been Scott. <laughs> and I've been Sue. Yay! <laughs> yes. We gotta give it to you once, Bob. We gotta yes. give it once. Just once. The stomach flu brings. By the way, I've decided that if you want to lose weight, get the stomach flu. It no. works wonders. No. Anyway, I don't Thank think you. it lasts, but we'll see. Until until them. Bob starts on solid food again. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. All right. Until next time. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>